You are listening to WJRH 104.9 FM, Lafayette College Radio, Eastern Pennsylvania. This is the Loose Balls Radio Show with, right now, just Guru and Gersh. Uh, Greeny is quarantini <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's not able to be with us today. He's with but... us in spirit. He'll, uh, I'll make sure to... Um, preach his thoughts onto the the airwaves and i know he wanted to tell everyone how much he's been enjoying kelly olenek on the rockets i think he also would love to say how the mets are doing right now and how great he would love to say that how, how awesome jacob de is doing you know also wants to congratulate paul george on his player of the week last week those are some of jacob's favorite players all right let's begin <laughs> um all right can i touch uh, a little bit on the masters right now yeah, go ahead. Well, Matsuyama won. That's hype. He did. Plus 5,500. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the pictures of him on the airplane home. Yeah. Waiting for the... He was really all of us, just waiting for the plane with the jacket draped over the seat. And uh, he shouted out some of the some uh, MLB players. You Darvish. I saw that. Maeda. Mm-hmm. And I think one, one more. I don't remember. But then uh, Zatoris came in second. First time in Augusta. Look at that. He did. Um, something that, that stuck out for me, I guess I'm not a huge golf person, but I do enjoy the Masters, is um, I enjoyed um, Matsuyama. Really, wasn't he the first Japanese, I think first Asian and Japanese um, player to uh, golfer to win the Masters? Mm, yeah. But yeah, no, that's hype. Do you have any other thoughts on uh, the Masters? The Masters, um, no. Uh, I'm happy Xander came in top five. Really helped me there. Uh, poor performance by Patrick Cantley, uh, Dustin Johnson. Poor performance by a lot winner. of people. Yeah, yeah. That first day really screwed everyone over. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka, yeah. Injury prone though. Mm-hmm. All right, should we move on? Yeah, we can uh, transition. You want to hit a. NBA, MLB. We're going to do both. Which one Which one would you like to touch on first? Let's go NBA. Okay. I'm ready for the NBA, and I'm I'm fresh off of losing a parlay last night. I'm, me too. But Nick's first half was a, was a great cover. Yeah. But um, I would love love to talk about... I, I watched um, Mavs Sixers and was really, really frustrated watching the Mavericks. I don't know. I, I just feel like they should be better. And I know, I know Kristaps wasn't playing, and I know, yeah. like, when they're healthy, it'll work. But, like, are we sure it will? Like, Luka's amazing. But are we, are we really sure that, um, that it'll work in the come, come playoff time? Especially now when the, the West is so wide open. And we know, we know how short windows can really be. It seems like there is a window here for some teams in the West. The Lakers are banged up. We don't know how they're going to come back. Um... I wouldn't be that. There's five or six teams that I could see being the West, and I want to think the Mavericks are one of them, but I just I just can't get there. No, I do like the Mavericks. Like Luka Doncic, huge superstar right now, young kid could really do anything. Um, he had some sentiments about the play, and he wasn't really too happy. I saw about that. that. Yeah, um, I kind of agree. I don't think there should be a play in. I think like we're back to a regular schedule. COVID is still a thing, but uh, it's soon to be a memory. Um, mm-hmm. So why can't the playoffs be regular? I don't understand that. That's weird, considering the Knicks are going to be in the play-in, almost uh, definitely. They're yeah, so they should. There shouldn't be a play-in. So you easily think that the Knicks should miss the playoffs instead of well, having a right chance to make in, them. Right now they're eighth. Okay, so we'll see how that lasts. Really but but going back to the Mavericks, going back to well, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the Mavericks, 
Are we sure Kristaps and Luca are the best fit for each other? I don't think Porzingis is the fit for Luca. I don't either. I think there are plenty of other big men, power forwards, small forwards, and centers that can uh, be a, be a better dynamic duo on the Mavs team right there. Someone I'm excited to see, and um, I got the privilege of watching uh, Friday night when my Celtics took them on, is Carl Anthony Towns. Um, mm. Will he? I'm guessing he's not re-signing. Um, I think he wants out. I think he wants out of. I think he's the next big, big piece in the NBA to move, and I think that's someone where he might just come to the East because East is just easier. But I think that's someone where if Luka Doncic can recruit him, he's uh, much more skilled than Kristaps. Kristaps is very skilled. Um, Towns is much more skilled, and he stays on the court. Um, I'd love to see what Luka and Carl Anthony Towns could do. Um, nothing against Kristaps. I just Kristaps gets injured a lot. He too. gets hurt. He just and like I don't know. He just gets hurt, and I, I'd I'd hate to see. Um, I want to see Luca in round two and three. I don't. I don't, I don't want him. I, I really want to see him. You know, battling LeBron in the Western Conference Finals. I, I want that. I want that. Mo- that'd be a moment. Yeah, that'd be a moment. I would love to see Cat in Dallas. That'd be or the East, or the East. The yeah. Celtics maybe. <laughs> Not really. I think the Knicks deserve Cat. Mm-hmm. Big center. But um, I guess we could stick with the West. Um, the Nuggets. Um, uh, huge loss last huge night. Huge loss. Forty three seconds left in the game. Jamal Murray tore his ACL. Terrible. Unfortunate. I, that's my heart sank right there. You hate to see it, and I mean, Jokic is so good that I wouldn't be shocked if you know they they finish third or fourth. They don't really fall that much, but just come playoff time, especially what Murray did in the bubble in the playoffs last year, it's just he's that, a playoff guy. That's someone you want, and I mean, you look at um, they traded Gary Harris. Yeah, now they have Campazzo. They have Compazzo. He's a rookie. I do like Compazzo. He, you know, he's a really good rookie. I like him. But isn't he like 26, though? Yeah, he looks old. But He's 30. He's a 30-year-old okay. rookie. But it's fine. He's, a, he's <laughs> still a rookie. But um, he does have some skills. Definitely not Jamal Murray skills, but I don't know. These nuggets are going to drop a little bit. Yeah, which is unfortunate. And I mean... Also watching the Lakers last night against the Knicks. And I know I know Anthony Davis and LeBron will get back. Um, but the the Lakers are going to be playing one of, if they stay around five or six, which I'm guessing they will, maybe they'll jump to four. Uh, but even if, they'll be four. Even if they jump to four, they're going to play one of, these are the teams they'll likely play. Um, they could play the Mavericks, they could play the Blazers, the Nuggets, or the Clippers. I, I I think they could lose to any of those teams. And and if I'm if I'm any of those teams, I want to see the Lakers in round one. Because what you don't want is the Lakers to win round one, then they get some momentum, they start playing together. It's exactly what happened last year, right? But if you get them round one where they haven't played with each other in a while, right? They're they're not maybe not a hundred percent healthy. Um, that's where I'd want to get them, and you get them early. Um, if I'm any of those teams, I, I wouldn't want to play LeBron in the Western Conference Finals because no. we know we know how that that story he, ends. He is the definition of. I can win when time comes. Which is why, I mean, this might all be, might not make sense in a couple months just because, like, oh, of course LeBron's not going to lose in the first round. Like, he's never lost in the first round. He easily can. He could. (laughs) He could. I mean, Drummond, I I have liked Drummond for them. I I think he's a good pickup. He's really a bulldozer in the paint. Um, But I don't see him, like, having a great chemistry of, like, AD and LeBron. Like, AD and Drummond, I don't really see together. Yeah, and the free throw shooting is really tough. Something the Suns have going for them, they're the best free throw shooting team in the league, right? Andre Drummond's one of the worst free throw shooters of all time, and I don't know if you have him really on the floor in a playoff game. Like, that can that can lose you a couple yeah. games. If, he's, the, 
if the Suns are up two or three in the last minute, right, or up three in the last minute, like they're gonna win most likely because oh. if you play the foul game, like Chris Paul, ninety percent free throw shooter, Devin Booker, eighty-seven percent free throw shooter, like, yeah, the, those guys don't miss free throws. Um, and you can't really say the same. Even LeBron's on a great. Free LeBron's throw like shooter. a sixty-five, I want to say. Yeah. So adding, I didn't. I mean, I like the piece for them because they needed more, more of a presence inside. But I think the West will certainly, um, certainly be very interesting. It's a lot, obviously, deeper than the East, which is extremely top-heavy with three great teams. And then, who? I mean, we we might not know how four through nine or even ten shakes out until like the last day of the season. Yeah, and I just want to touch on like. Before this season started and the Lakers picked up Schroeder and Harrell, everyone was like, oh, this is a superstar team. No one can beat them. I mean, we see them now. Schroeder is not the best. He turns over, he turns the ball over a lot. He's unreliable shooting. Montrose Harrell doesn't see the floor anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I really don't think the Lakers are going to go that far. I mean, you know what the narrative will be come playoff time. It's going to be LeBron has no help, and then he's going to carry the yeah. and then all the LeBron stands will be like, oh, my God, LeBron did it again. Well, I, I just can't see any team beating the Suns right now. They look unstoppable. They do. The Suns look very, very, very good. And, I mean, the the Jazz are just also – I mean, I have to see it in the playoffs for the Jazz just because I feel like we see a team like this every year, and sometimes it's even been the Jazz where they have a great regular season and then comes to the playoffs and they play Portland and then they lose. Um, I mean, they just lost to the Wizards last night, but the the Wizards played how the Wizards should have played all season. Like right. that's what their their base is, and they have not been playing at that level mm-hmm. until last night. Yeah, and the Jazz, what the Jazz do have going for them is they are the best home team in, in the league, which definitely come playoff time. If you can just, especially if they finish with the one seed, if you can secure home court advantage and then win almost all your home games, like. You're going to go pretty far. They're 24-3 and three at home. Home court advantage is such a big factor in the playoffs. Um, Especially now when some teams have a lot of fans, some teams have no fans, some teams have only a couple fans. The Jazz are a team that has a lot of fans. Yeah, U- Utah doesn't really care. <laughs> I know there was some controversy about the bubble last year, how there was no home, home court advantage, no fans, all that, etc. But, uh, yeah, this playoff, this playoff should be interesting. Yeah, should be good. I mean, you can just look at the records in the last ten games of the top four in the West, which is Jun's Jat Jun's Jazz <laughs> Suns Clippers Nuggets, right? They're doing that like a seven game win streak, right? Yeah, doing the quick math, those in their last ten games each combined for those teams are thirty two and eight. Yeah, it's nuts. Which is great. And then you look at five, six, seven, eight, which is Lakers, Blazers, um, Mavericks, Grizzlies, um, those teams combined are twenty three and seventeen. So I mean I th- I think it is starting to separate itself, but then you have the Lakers and the Blazers, the Mavericks. They're all teams that can get hot. All those teams can get hot, win a couple games, and everything can change. Yeah, let's touch on how Steph is carrying the Warriors on their back right now. Yeah. 53 50, points last 53. night. 53. Passing Wilt for all-time Warriors scoring. Leader. Tying Jason Tatum's 53 on Friday night. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> wasn't against the Timberwolves. It wasn't. No, but but Steph, it's, it's unbelievable because everyone knows – He's the only guy in that team, right? And, every, and and he shoots the most contested threes in the league. He shoots he's he's the focus. I forget the stat, but he's the focus of the other team's defense, especially in the fourth quarter. And he's still like is dropping forty points, fifty points, like it's nothing. Yeah, I think I saw a stat line. It was like most 10, 10 plus threes made in a game, and he has like seventeen. The next person is Clay Thompson with like eight, mm-hmm. and then it drops down to like, like three, yeah. three with like James Harden and a bunch of other guys. It's just crazy how he has such a difference between. He's just he's the best shooter of all time. I think he's unbelievable, and 
I really hope we can see a healthy Warriors team again. Um, he's not going to leave that team. No. Everyone's like, oh, Steph's going to go to Charlotte. Like, no, no, he's not. No. <laughs> no, he's, he's staying not. In, in Golden he's State. He's not leaving. I don't want him to leave. I like. I don't know. I I I want the Warriors to be good again. As weird as, even though they dominated for years, <laughs> like I miss when they were good because they're so fun to watch. Like, who wants to watch the Jazz? I don't know. Gobert is annoying. I hate Gobert. Gobert is annoying. He's like, COVID Gobert. Yeah, they they pass well. Like great, but the Warriors are just really really fun. I love good passing, but no. Anyone it's, else you want to cover in the West before we jump ship? I I I can. I guess I'll I'll do one more quick go for one. It. Is uh, I want to see if the Pelicans can make a run. Oh yeah, I was just about to say Zion Williamson, huge like past ten games. Yeah, probably. he's been he's been a beast. And anyone anyone who knows me, I'm I've never really been the biggest Zion person. I just nothing against him. I just I just hate when the media hypes everyone like hypes up he's, one player. He's living up to the hype though. before he's accomplished anything. But now he's accomplishing stuff, <laughs> and now he's playing like crazy, right? So I'm like, okay, like now now I'm more of a Zion fan. Um, and he's been really fun to watch. And I, I hope they can. I don't know if this offseason they figure out the Ingram and Zion thing. I don't know if they fit well together. Um, that's a whole different conversation. But I just want to. I just want to see them at least get into the play-in tournament. Yeah, he deserves to have his time to shine for once. Yeah, as much as I love betting on the Spurs, I don't really want to watch them late into May and into June. So, yeah. Yeah. Excuse the background noise. Um, a lot of la- a lot of landscaping here at Lafayette College. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the East. Uh, Nets dropped down a second because mm-hmm. the Sixers won last night. Or yeah, they won last night. Yeah, what do you think of the Nets uh, losing to the Lakers? I mean, frustrating game. I mean, I I watched it. Um, may or may not have had money on the game, but watched it. I know someone who had it. It was the last leg of a parlay, okay. and he just threw it in because the Nets were minus seven fifty money line. That's <laughs> tough. I mean, that always happens. It's so annoying, but. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like Nets, they I think Harden got injured four minutes into that game. Yep. Uh, Kyrie dropped a, sh- a load, but <laughs> but um. Good catch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they're not a great defensive team. Like, obviously, Lakers are gonna upset once in a while, and it happens to be that game. But uh, I'm not surprised. Or I'm, I am surprised, but I'm not worried about if it's gonna have any effect later on in the season. Um. Elise Johnson on the Nets. Mm-hmm. He was he signed a ten day contract, and then, I mean, through his performance, he's a great defender, decent shooter. Uh, gained a four point one multi year deal out of it. I think that's fascinating. That is fascinating. I think the Celtics had him on a ten day recently, and then didn't pick up another ten day. Now, I mean, I'm all for that. Three years, four point one million. Um. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I haven't watched him play as much for the Nets. I mean, I know you watch a lot of Nets games, but... Um, no, his defense is on point. Yeah. No, the Nets, everyone... I, I think... Uh, touching on the Nets' defense is... I think the Nets will... They'll, everyone can say what they want about the regular season, but they'll, they'll be there. They'll. I think they're going to win the East. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, as much as the Sixers have been really fun this year, and, like, I hate the Sixers. I'm a Celtics fan, but, like, just watching Embiid last night, he was just toying with anyone the Mavericks threw at him getting to the line with ease um, and chirping at Mark Cuban, which is really funny um, at the free throw line, chirping at Mark Cuban. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, it's going to be the Nets out of the East. I've, I've never been more sure. I just think, especially when you have superstars, I, I remember listening to an interview with a NBA executive who said that when you have guys of that caliber, you can't really ask questions about if they're going to play good defense because they know how to turn it on when it counts. Yeah. 
So they'll, they'll be able to get stops if that's what you're worried about. Then they'll score 140 points a game, and it'll yeah. be fine. I really just want to see the Nets-Suns matchup. I think that 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 game, the regular season game they had a few weeks ago, where Harden just went off in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. to bring them back, that was one of the best NBA games I've seen all, all year. So Yeah, I mean, that, that'd be very exciting. I love the Suns. I want, I, I'm excited. The Suns are, are a team that just in NBA history is just not really, they're not really talked about, but they've had a lot of like weird different eras. Yeah. Um, whether it's with Kevin Johnson in the nineties or Steve Nash in the two thousands. And now this is a whole new era of the Suns. Like, I just think it's fun when the Suns are good. I don't I mean, know. I like, I like their stadium and I like their jerseys. So. Yeah. Uh, the jerseys <laughs> are really cool. I mean, when, when Chris Paul was traded to the Suns, everyone was like, what, what was that? Like, yeah. No one thought that the Suns were going to be a great People team. thought it was desperate. Yeah, they thought he was, oh, washed up, old, couldn't play anymore. He's just a veteran to help Devin Booker develop, which he is now, but he's also scoring a, a, a ton Another and, and, and assisting a lot. <laughs> you know, he, he's making a huge impact on the team. Yeah. No, I mean, Chris Paul, the, the value he adds to the team, you just can't, can't describe it. And especially, um, I just hope he stays healthy because I, I don't want him to get hurt in the playoffs because that would just... That would do it for the Suns. Um, I guess we can continue going with the East. Um, touch on the Sixers and Nets. Um, a team that's been hot recently, and it's been annoying because the Celtics have to catch them, is the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. And the Heat. That new Mostly he- the Hawks. Their new head coach really led them on a journey. Yeah, Nate McMillan. Um, they're playing good basketball, and I think they're getting DeAndre Hunter back soon. Um, Welch will be good for them. I don't know. I don't know how much noise they can make in the playoffs, just because short guards like Trey, especially yeah. young ones, he'll, he'll get. He's he's going to be in for a rude awakening come he'll playoff get, time. He's going to get locked up. Um, I saw it with Isaiah Thomas. I mean, we, we just we see it. That's what happens to the short guards. There's a reason a lot of point guard centric NBA teams don't perform well. That's why when Curry did it with the Warriors, it was so impressive. And I guess the other one that comes to mind is Isaiah Thomas in the '90s. But other than that, you can't really think of a point guard centric team winning the finals. Um, but I'm excited to see if they can make make a little run um, and watch them in the playoffs. I mean, the East, if you look at four, four through nine is separated by three games. Yeah, it's a heads up right there. With with four through eight separated by one and a half, right? So, I mean, weekly these these teams, you know, shift. Um, and they've all been playing well. I mean, Hawks are seven and three in their last 10. Celtics are seven and three in their last 10. Heat and Hornets are six and four. I mean, every, it's way too early to call anything. Um, but the difference between uh, playing in the playing game um, and having home court advantage in the fourth round is one night or two nights, which is incredible. Um, so I, I, we can't really make any um, judgments right now on how everything's going to shake out. Um, I mean, the Hornets, people people think they're going to fall with the injuries to LaMelo and Hayward, but they haven't yet. Yeah, no, they've, they've been keeping up, and Hayward's going to come back. So Hayward will come back, um, which will be great for my fantasy team. And if in if Charlotte makes the playoffs, I think did did someone say Lamelo could come back for the playoffs? I I saw that the the wrist. I think it's like a six week injury okay. or six or eight week injury. Broke uh, fractured wrist, right? Yeah. So I think it's like an eight week injury. I mean, he got hurt in early March. Okay. Early to mid March. So there's time. There's time. I, I want to see him play again. I I do too. I think that that'd be very exciting. Um. Yeah, you see Miles Bridges dunk, dude. On Clint I, Capella, dude. Every every. Hornets game, I see a Milo Bridges dunk, and I'm like, this guy should have been in the dunk contest. And I've been saying that for two years now, and he hasn't gotten the recognition he needs. Uh, hopefully next year he does, though. On Clint Capella, too. Yeah, no. 
Like, <laughs> He's that's, insane. That wasn't DeAndre Jordan and Brandon Knight. It's Brandon Knight. It's Miles Bridges on Clint Capella. Like, sheesh. No, he's 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 an insane dunker, mm-hmm. and he needs recognition. Recognition, yes. And touching on the Celtics just quickly. Yeah, go for um, it. Here they have a bit. They're on a they're on a road trip right now, um, but they have a big couple of games coming up. They play the Blazers tonight. They got the Lakers. That's gonna be a close game. Yep, they got the Lakers on Thursday um, without LeBron or AD, but still, you know, they're playing in LA. Yeah, um, I mean, Andre Drummond could feast on on your Celtics yes. there. Yeah, I mean. Mo Wagner and Luke Cornett. Oh, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but then we play the Warriors on Saturday. Um, so Blazers, Lakers, Warriors, little West Coast trip. I think the Warriors game's at home, actually, for the Celtics. Um, and then they get a little break with the Bulls, and then next week it's Suns and Nets. Yeah. And and then you have the Hornets. I don't know if uh, Hayward's going to be back by then. but mm-hmm. And after that, the schedule sort of clears up for the Celtics. They get the magic they get the bulls again they get the Cavs, the timberwolves and the knicks um but these are these are a big couple of games the celtics have won four of their last five um only lost being to the sixers last tuesday they beat a gritty nets team they stuck one out against the timberwolves it shouldn't have been as close but tatum got 53 so whatever came back on sunday and celtics don't win afternoon games and when i looked and you know i'm watching they're down 15 in the first quarter i'm like okay not shocked like They'll come back and then lose by eight, seven. Um, yeah. But they came back and went a thirty-one to three run. Uh, that's because Jamal Murray wasn't in the game. I just I haven't seen that. Like the Celtics are usually the team this year that has that happen to them. They're the three. They're, oh yeah. They're, they're like, never the thirty-one. Like the first <laughs> game of the season against the Nets. Yeah, they're never mm-hmm. the, they're not, they're never the thirty-one. But this time they were the thirty-one, which is which was excellent. Um. So yeah, that's. I mean, I'm excited to watch them play the Blazers tonight. If I don't know if you remember, but two years ago. Um, the, the last Kyrie season where they, they were underperforming all season they went out west and they beat um, the Warriors back when they were still good they beat the Warriors by 35 and everyone was like whoa the Celtics are here and apparently it was like some talk they had on the plane that like everyone now like liked each other and the season was back on I wonder if that's like a moment for this team I don't know west coast road trip you're bonding with your teammates a little possibly, bit possibly um, I want to see Cantor go off a little revenge game I love Venus Cantor. I don't know if there's any revenge there. I think he had just had a great time with the Celtics, and then he wanted to go back home to Portland. Well, uh, I want to see him tear up his old team. So that, yeah, okay. But there was, there's no. I, I think there's hard feelings between Cantor and the Knicks. Just like yeah, just like how he dropped like a 23 and 30. That was nuts. That was crazy. I love the the bench reaction when he got his 30th rebound, and then Ennis does his little like trot up the court. Yeah, I hope he does that against the Celtics tonight. I'm excited to watch um, who. At, I'm excited. I'm more excited to go up against his defense. Ooh, yeah. Because it's not very good. Robert Williams. <laughs> but likely a lot of robs for Robert Robert Williams. <laughs> um, so yeah, that should be a good game tonight. And the Lakers on Thursday. Um, another one to watch for the Celtics, and that can conclude our Celtics talk. Um, All right, should we move on to MLB? We can move on to MLB. All right, let's talk about the Yankees. The Jankies. They have been terrible at hitting recently. Bad at hit. Yeah, they can't hit. No. They have the occasional home run. That's about it. Yeah, I know a lot of Yankees fans uh, here at Lafayette um, who have not been happy. My grandparents are Yankees fans. Um, you know, there's a lot of every year. There's a lot of a lot of buzz around them, and you know, another disappointing start. Yeah, Aaron Judge can't stay healthy. Seems nope. like. Um, I mean, hopefully they pick it up. I I want to I, I want to see them in the playoffs. They're, they're really. I don't. Really. Yeah. Can, I'm a, well. I'm a Red Sox. Yeah, fan. I know. 
But like I don't know, they're just like a iconic playoff team I like to watch. Yeah. Even though I'm a Mets fan. The but. October games that I in the Bronx can be, you know, magic happens in the Bronx. Um but we can touch while we're in the AL East, I guess. Mine is we'll talk about the Red Sox. They've been they've been pretty good. Undefeated in games that count. They lost the last three spring training games. That's what we're calling them to the Orioles. Okay. They got swept in the last three spring training games. They also haven't played a pretty good team yet until today when they'll play the Twins. So they're going to play the Twins at a two ten today. I am very excited for that. Um, Is it Uvalde or lefty or righty? Asking the wrong person. I'm going to check right now. <laughs> but um, their game got postponed yesterday. Um but I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not huge into baseball. Like, I'm not going to pretend I know a ton about baseball. But I have been watching the, every Red Sox game um, just because this team's really fun. They, 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 they can really hit, especially J.D. Martinez. Um, He's pretty good. Is on an historic run at the beginning of the season, um, especially after last year in this offseason and spring training. Everyone's like, oh, like... He's on the decline. And now he just starts off like this, and we got Rafael Devers playing well. Yeah, he's, he went off last week. Um... Yeah, so I mean they're six and three. They played the Orioles six times, though. Yeah. And but they they Traded. beat they beat they swept the um, reigning AL champion Tampa yeah, Bay Rays. The spring season still. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean I'm the Rays the Rays have tons of injuries to their pitching, but still beat the Yankees twice. Evaldi's actually not pitching today. I thought he was, but it's actually Martin Perez. Martin Perez. It's Martin. Perez Day. Yeah. There you go. We'll see how that turns out. Um. But yeah, let's move on to the Mets. They have been terrible, and I am depressed. <laughs> <laughs> they have no relievers. They have no hitting. It's just wow. It's, so they can't pitch. Well, they well, can. They, they can pitch. It's just does not the pass the sixth pitcher, inning. The other pitchers will Are lose better. the game for them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I love. I, I saw a stat that um, Jacob Degrom's made two starts so far for the Mets. Right. Yeah. In games he starts, do you know who has the most hits on the Mets in those games that he starts? The Sox. Huh? Is it the Sox? No, 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 no. Oh. The player on the Mets with the most hits in those games that Jacob deGrom starts. Oh, I don't know, like Nimmo? Nope, it's Jacob deGrom. Oh. Jacob deGrom, oh, when he, he starts, one hit, right? <laughs> has three hits. Oh, three. In the two starts, he has three hits. Seconds, Nimmo. Um, I forget. I forget. There's two people tied for two hits, right? Okay. So Jacob deGrom is really doing everything when he starts. Um, I mean, can, he's just a beast. He's a beast, but he just cannot get any run support. And as much as like, I, I, it just cracks me up. I just think it's hilarious. Um, yeah, he's gonna win Cy Young again. On, but like, the Mets aren't gonna go anywhere, unfortunately. I mean, it's early. You never it know. It is early. I hope they turn around, pick up some guys in the trade season. I don't hate the Mets. That's that's something that um, I don't know. I hate the Yankees much more than I hate the Mets. I don't, I don't have anything against the Mets. I mean, you guys are in a in the National League. Yeah, I, we're not, we're not really competing for the same thing right now. I mean, if we play in the World Series, then then that's you know then, but right right now I couldn't couldn't care less really about how the Mets do. It's just funny when they don't do well because poor Mets fans. Yeah, it's poor okay. Mets fans. But um, I guess we can move on to the NL West if you want. The yeah, Dodgers and the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Um, I my my brother since playing MLB the show for like nine hours a day last summer um, with nothing else to do. Has become a Padres fan, which I'm not happy about. I love the Padres since last year. But he loves the Padres. Tatis. He, he has a Tatis jersey. He's... He watches all the games. He was texting me during the no-hitter. I was like, okay, bud. Um, yeah, the Padres really uh, grew on me. Like, I, I, the first time I heard Tatis was last year, and I was like, that name's kind of cool. I, I like the And he's, Padres like, dancing now. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's got nice hair, all that. He's got the swag. 
But yeah, the Padres are, are, are a menace to society. They really have everything. It sucks, though, that the Dodgers are also in the NOS, so, I mean, the Dodgers are just a wagon. I hate the Dodgers. Especially with Bauer now. I mean, they stole Mookie from the Red Sox, but... Dodgers, do you think Bauer actually cheated? I don't know. I think every pitcher, you know, doctors the ball a little bit. I know the MLB does sort of have a vendetta against him, so that's that's somewhat interesting. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the Padres. I mean, Don Arcillo. They're just um, really fun to watch. Yeah, Don Arcillo, former... Red Sox play by play. Um, now does their pay by play? Yeah, no. San Diego is just a cool place to be. I don't know. I feel like if I if I had to live somewhere else, like San Diego would be like a really cool place to live. Yeah, it's just very relaxing. That that no hitter was so hype. It was cool. Musgrove. I love I love when there's like a no hitter or a perfect game going on, and you can't really say like oh so and so has a no hitter because you know yeah. karma whatever it's just a jinx. Oh, I, I've done that way too many times. There's, it's like the eight, seventh seventh inning. Yeah. I get the notification. Oh this this pitcher has a no hitter so far. And I text everyone. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be a no-hitter. And then <laughs> and everyone the, looks yeah. and then he gives a fit. Yeah. Um, no, but I saw it was really funny. I saw him Friday night with Joe Musgrove. Um, Jared Carabas. You know Jared Carabas? I don't. He's a barstool. Um, he's their baseball guy. Okay, really really yeah. cool. He's their, their, their big baseball guy. Um, I listened to his, his podcast, Section 10, which is Red Sox and Starting 9, yeah. which is MLB. Um, yeah, he tweeted... Um, everyone should uh, tune into the Padres game now. Like, no particular reason, just you guys might want to watch. And <laughs> that was really funny. Because then I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on. And I looked, and it was like, no hitter. And it was a great way of saying there was a no hitter going on without, you know, you never want to say no hitter. Because yeah. at that point... You don't want to jinx it. Because then all the blame's on you. Yes, it is. Um, so now we are at the half hour. So I just want to remind you, you are listening to WJRH 104.9 FM. Lafayette College Radio, Easton, Pennsylvania. This is the Loose Balls radio show with, right now... Just Guru and Gersh. Gersh. Greeny is quarantini. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not He's not here right now. He's he's with us in spirit. And yep, he's doing well for all of you concerned listeners. Um, I mean, we could also speak beha- on behalf of him, so... We can. Um, but... He hates the Red Sox. No, he, he, he loves the Red Sox. No, he told me that, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess. All right, so we um we never really uh I know it's a little, we're a little late now. We had to cancel last week, last week's show. Oh yeah, because of reasons. But um, I guess we can touch on. We never talked about March Madness at all. Oh, I mean, it seems like forever ago yeah, now. I know but it's been it's been a week. It's let's only, do let's do like a eight minute recap, quick recap. All right, eight minute recap. Let's of, just start right at the Suggs buzzer beater against UCLA. Yep, we watched Best that game. game I've ever seen. We watched that game together. I was I I loved how UCLA played. Johnny Juzang. Um, it was just unfortunate that it had to end like it did for them. And I thought they showed great class. Um, I mean, they played a perfect game. They played a perfect game. You can't get you can't do any better than that, and it's just tough. It's yeah, that was tough. I mean, it was it was extremely exciting. It was a great, just a great basketball game. Shot making all around. Yeah. Um, both those teams um, were so well coached. Like I, I, that's what that's what stuck out to me between UCLA, Gonzaga. And we'll talk about Baylor. Is how well coached those teams were. Oh, hundred percent. Um, they're so disciplined, especially Baylor. Like I was just like, those kids play so well together, and you can tell that like they really, really believe in their system. They had no nerves at all going to that game. None. But you could see them in Gonzaga. Yep. They were popping. Scott Drew got his Baylor, Baylor Bears ready um, for that Gonzaga game. Um, 
And but, yeah, I'm just I'm just very happy for Baylor. I know, Scott Drew literally inherited a Baylor program that was under investigation because a player murdered another yeah. player. <laughs> that was like the starting point of his time at Baylor and he turned the whole program around. It took twenty years, but you know, he, he did what he said he was gonna do. Is he wasn't playing for NCAA appearances, he was playing for Final Four appearances and NCAA championships. And, paid and, off. and he got one. I mean this is big for Baylor. I mean, I don't know about you, but the game we've been waiting for all year, the Zaga Baylor game, was kind of disappointing. I was very disappointed in Gonzaga. I really wanted to see like a double overtime kind of game. Yeah, they they just got outmanned by Baylor. I mean, Baylor lifts the basketball team lifts with the football team. Yeah, I mean, they once Baylor got off on that hot start in the beginning, it was over. I yeah, part of it I think is um, Gonzaga looked tired from playing UCLA. Yeah, in that in the overtime game, that's just draining physically, mentally, just like, and all the pressure of the undefeated season. Baylor just came out and was playing with, I mean. No, tra- like it looked like Gonzaga was playing yeah. with training wheels, and Baylor was just out here running back and forth, making defensive stops, hitting shots, just getting to the hoop. I mean, if you're playing that fast pace and putting up 90 plus points in that game, you're gonna get tired. So, mm-hmm. Baylor, Baylor had a really easy schedule. I want to say, not not having to shoot more than uh, 80 points. I want to say in the in that Houston game, mm-hmm. so they really had a uh, rejuvenated muscles. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch. Um, is Jared Butler going to get drafted? He will. He'll get drafted. Yeah. Right? I'm excited to watch Jared Butler. I've listened to him, a bunch of interviews um, with him, and he just seems like a really nice guy. And he played really well. And he was three points away um, from cashing a plus 3,000 parlay Jeez. I had. It was uh, Jared Butler to have like 25 points, seven, eight assists, um, and Davion Mitchell to have four or five threes okay oh no 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 no. it was jared butler to have 25 points five threes and seven assists and baylor to win oh wow so it's just jared butler to go off and baylor to win and he scored 22 which was unfortunate um but davion mitchell um is another guy he's a lottery pick i've I've seen a lot of mock drafts where he's around seven and eight i i really like him going into the draft me too uh do you see mac mcclung he declared for the draft, but also declared to be transferred. Yeah, that's that's because Chris Beard um, doesn't like him. Is leaving? He's leaving. Yeah, I don't think you know. Uh, Chris Beard's the one that um, recruited him. So now that you know, usually when the, cro- the coach that recruits you leaves, then you can leave. Um, so yeah, I mean, transferring for the second time. Be interesting to see where he <laughs> where he ends up this time. Um, or I mean, he'll get drafted. We'll see. Or he'll get drafted. I don't know. I, he he's like just screams second round pick to me. Yeah, he's like Nico Mannion type. <laughs> he'll just like be on a team and like like he'll get into like a garbage time game and be like, oh look, it's Mac McClung. But I mean, he's peaked it's, just like because. Zimmer. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's peaked just because of how good his high school mixtapes were. Yeah, I want to. Oh, you finished. Sorry. Well, there's just no getting better than that. Unless you're Zion. Unless you're Zion. But no, but, but McClung. It was so cool for McClung because. He played on a high school team, and that that high school team had a lot of good guys. I'm pretty sure their their big goes to Vanderbilt or Purdue now. Okay. Um, they had a bunch of good guys. But just the atmosphere at those games and the dunks he would pull off were just nuts. And they're playing in gyms that looked like my high school gym, which was just nothing, really nothing special. Yeah, but like it's still sick to see. Um, I want to see where Johnny Juzang. Yeah, he's um he's really good. <laughs> he he's, proved himself. He's really really good. I don't know if you saw um. Did you see the moment where his brother came from Viet? His brother's playing professionally in Vietnam. I knew that, but what are you talking about? Um, before the before the game against Gonzaga, yeah, before the game against Gonzaga, 
um, his brother flew oh, to Indianapolis yeah. from Vietnam yep. and was standing. They couldn't like actually like touch because one was like in the bubble <laughs> and one was not, which is really sad. I just wish they could have, but it's um, sick how he visited. Him. But he came and Johnny Juzang was so surprised. Um, and he went off. I'm glad his brother got to watch him, watch him go off. Yeah. Um, I always want to, I love seeing like family reunions when you like come from like a different country and all that awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you want to finish up on like some NFL, some trade stuff happening there? Yeah. Uh, well, let's touch on uh, Julian Elman. Goodbye. Goodbye to Jules. Um, he's, I mean, as a growing up Patriots fan, he's someone that just embodies a hard worker, yeah. um, real chip on his shoulder guy, uh, and an all-time playoff performer. If there was a big moment, he was going to step up. I mean, yeah, he went. Seventh round, right? Undrafted, seventh round pick, maybe? undrafted, wasn't invited to the combine. Exactly. No, he was seventh round pick. He didn't, um, wasn't invited to the combine. Had no offers out of high school. Yeah. No. Um, he's, uh, he was a quarterback in college. Yeah. True. True. Uh, comeback kid. Um, really nice guy. He's from the Bay Area. Um, he's a nice Jewish boy. Um, <laughs> Wait. So let me ask you a question. Do you think he deserves a Hall of Fame position? I mean, I'm I'm extremely biased. Yeah. You know? Like I'm I'm, I can't say no. I don't think he will. Um, I don't either, but he, the stats are there to support. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but I don't think he will. Yeah, he doesn't have the stats of a lot of you know prototypical um, Hall of Fame wide receivers, um, you know the All Pros, the Pro Bowls, whatever. Yeah, but he does. What he does have is the playoff three rings, the three rings MVP. Yeah, and the playoff the playoff stats. I mean, he's second in playoff receptions all time behind Jerry Rice. He's second in playoff receiving yards all time behind Jerry Rice. Um, and he had like three thousand yard plus seasons, right? Yep. And he was a Super Bowl MVP. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he should be maybe because I like to think of the Hall of Fame as players that like if you were to write a book about like the history of football and like these are the players you can't you like absolutely a hundred percent need in the book. I feel like you can't write the Patriots dynasty without. I feel like there's like couple main guys you know obviously tom brady Gronk. Yeah. i feel like you, you can't write that dynasty without yeah, he was huge in that dynasty um glad it's over though <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm not so glad um but he was just a beast in the playoffs which is why i don't know maybe maybe they'll maybe he will i feel like there's some guys i need to get in before he does which is unfortunate um but i mean regardless um he had an amazing career yeah. and i'm just i'm glad I, i'm not with tom brady is yeah his his um the message he had in his, his like retirement video where he said I always said I'd I'd always play till the wheels came off and then he paused and was like, Well the wheels have come off. Oh that's so sad. I, I did I might have shed a couple tears. Um <laughs> but I don't know. He's been so hurt recently and I, I'm just glad. He's thirty four. I'm I'm not disappointed he's retiring. I think I think it is the best move for him, just as a person and he said for his family and everything. Um yeah, it's just so sad, like, seeing a person you grew up with just be uh, part of the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on to uh, Tampa Bay Bucks with Brady, Giovanni Bernard, it's on your one-year deal. I saw that. I mean, they're returning all offensive and defensive starters. Yeah, wait. So is um is Leonard Fournette the number one RB right now? He might be. Is Ronald Jones back? I'm not sure, but they signed Giovanni Bernard, which seems like Jones might leave. Yeah, I've been. I've also been seeing. Um, yeah, I've been seeing. I've been seeing some stuff about Ronald Jones. Um, but 
I don't know. I think Bernard's a good pickup for them. I just think, you know, he can never have running backs get hurt. Um, so, yeah. I think those guys, I think those guys will be, will be good. And talking about the Bengals, Thaddeus Moss signed, uh, Signed a deal with them. He used to play at Burrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, spark that connection again. That'd be cool. Yeah. Randy Moss's son. All right. And then we have James Conner, who signed to the Cardinals today. I did see that. Interesting. The Cardinals are picking up picking up dudes. They picked up a lot of guys, but I don't love James Conner. Never really thought he was a great player. Gets injured a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't think he's that great. I've never seen, like, like if I haven't seen a play on, like, ESPN on Instagram or like House of Highlights of him just going off like even for like a 50 yard run yeah he's he's not a very exciting player <laughs> he doesn't really do much <laughs> no um but yeah that's interesting I don't like Cliff Kingsbury either um it'll be interesting to see what they do with their draft pick they pick right after the Patriots yeah um I mean they got Kyler they got JJ Watt do you yeah. think they'll go far though like against the Chiefs no I don't see it I don't know it's I feel like it's similar to the Padres in the MLB, like they're a great team. Really, okay. They're oh, a great okay, team yeah. for like one this year. Yeah, like this is a championship team. Um, but then next year when everyone leaves, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're done. Yeah, like the Padres aren't gonna beat the Dodgers. These guys aren't gonna beat the Chiefs. It's... Yeah, if you want to do a little NFL draft talk, um, we'll probably do like a couple minutes of this oh, and then yeah, we'll see. Um. How did, do you have any draft takes? How do you see the draft shaking out? I think Trevor first. I think it's going to be all QBs. Trevor mm-hmm. first, uh, Zach Wilson to the Jets, yep. and then Justin Fields. Justin Fields to the Niners? Yes. So then what do you think happens with Garoppolo? Garoppolo, he's going to get one last shot this year, and then he's done. He's done. You think <laughs> they done. trade him, cut him? Probably just cut. No wow. one wants Garoppolo. Yeah, so if, if they if they cut him, do you think the um, New England Patriots – slide in because they they do need a quarterback i don't think cam newton will be the day one starter i think uh, he's i know they resigned him i think he's fine to have i didn't get why they resigned him for as much as they did too much money way too much money but i think he's fine to have on the team in certain situations as long as he's not throwing the ball i agree like fourth and one third and he's one he's like, like um Taysom hill yes yeah he's exactly. like a Taysom. not as good just because taste i don't know maybe he's as good but just i don't want to see cam newton throwing the ball again but like if you bring him in for a third and one you know just have him run um, that's totally fine, but they do need they do need an everyday starter, um, which makes you think could it be Garoppolo? I like to think Belichick has a plan, but I seems don't know. like he's up in the air right now. And resigned Cam Newton for my opinion, way too much money. I mean, they signed Hunter Henry and uh, Johnny Smith. Yes, mm-hmm. great pickups. Yeah. Um, what about four? Do you like um, what's his name? Kyle Pitts. Who has the fourth pick? Falcons. The Falcs. I I'm not really sure what they need. I think that they're probably just gonna take like an O lineman. I feel like. Yeah, I'm excited to see where Kyle Pitts goes. I've seen a lot of a lot of arguments against him going really high, just because you're not supposed to take tight ends there. Um, but I think if you just think of him as a wide receiver, because that's more of what he does. He's just a big wide receiver who happens to play tight end. Um, yeah, don't the Falcons have like no? Uh, who's who's their current wide receiver? Is it Arnold? No, he's on the Cards. Who on the uh, the Falcons tight end? Oh, the Falcons tight end. Um, let me look. You can keep talking. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure who it is now. Like, do they need a tight end? Probably, right. I think it is one of their team. I mean, they're four and twelve last year. They have Hayden Hurst. 
Oh, he's okay. He's okay, which is why it's it's a position they could definitely improve at. But four is a little high. Yeah, especially when they have a good. I mean, they have Julio and Calvin Ridley, which is a very very solid receiving core, more than solid. Ridley's um, insane. Yeah, and Matt Ryan. I mean, I guess they're just gonna stick it out with Matt Ryan. <laughs> they but, also need a QB soon. Like this might be the last year with Ryan. Who knows? Maybe one or two, three years max. Yeah, I just don't know how far you'll get with Matt. Like he's fine. No, I yeah, just, he's a fine QB. It's just like he made a Super Bowl. You're not gonna go deep in the playoffs with him. Anymore. He made a Super Bowl one year. I mean, they should have won that Super Bowl. Tom yeah. Brady did a little something, and they didn't. But um, a little sketchy, sketchy yeah. sketch. <laughs> and then, um, but I'm interested. I want to see if they take Kyle Pitts because fifth is the Bengals, and everyone and everyone's thinking they're gonna take um, an offensive lineman to protect Joe Burrow. But I think it'd be really interesting if they took Kyle Pitts. And okay. You, and you gave someone for. Joe Burrow to really throw to. So who do you think is going to take like uh, one of those huge uh, wide receivers on Alabama, like uh, Devonte Smith? Devonte, yeah. I see the Dolphins taking him. Dolphins. I could see the Dolphins taking him. I could see um, Panthers. Okay. You I haven't looked at too many mock drafts. I mean, I, I can look at um, where people who know much more than I do have them going. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm not into college football at all. It's probably of like. Baseball, basketball, football, college basketball, college football. Like, college football is definitely last. I sort of just get into it before the draft. Yeah, um, I, I pretty much just watch, like, the playoffs because they're really hype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so, talk, talking about college football real quick, uh, congrats to the Lafayette Leopards beating the Lehigh Mountain Hawks in their rivalry. Uh, this is the 156th year, and uh, we are back-to-back champions. So We are. Congratulations to them. What were you saying? Sorry. I had to put that in. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, we out, we out also haven't touched on uh, Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Oh, uh, I think Mac Jones is not going to, like, his pro day was good. I thought the video of him at the pro day where he over overthrew someone and then they just cut to Belichick, who was just shaking his head, was one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's that great. Like, he had too many weapons on Alabama, which really helped him and made him look good. Mm-hmm. But... When when time comes, he's not a NFL QB. Yeah, I think I think um, Belichick and Saban obviously are very close friends, and I think Belichick's just gonna have a talk with Saban and be like, "Listen, tell me the truth about Mac Jones. Like, I know like you want the best for him, but like, yeah, don't screw me over. Like, is he good?" And then Nick Saban might be like, "All right, Bill, like he's not great." And then it'll be like, "Okay." And he's, then the- he's no <laughs> he's no tool who's also. Look what happened to him. He's injury prone. Yeah, hasn't been playing well. Uh, Could the Dolphins? They won't. They won't take a quarterback. That'd be interesting though. If they took, if they took another <laughs> like Trey Lance, QB. or if they took Trey Lance or someone. Ooh, interesting. That could be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, when's the NFL draft? Uh, I have no clue. I haven't really April paid third. Uh, oh, April 29th. Ah, uh, it's coming up. It's coming up. Right before the Phillies Mets game. April thirtieth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Big game. We're, we'll be at that one. Maybe we could do a live show from the game. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? Anything for the week? The week coming um, up here. Not really. Uh, just hoping a lot of news comes out. Hopefully, good news regarding sports. No injuries because injuries I know. It's, hurt the already, game so much. We've already had too many. But yeah, I just hope this week uh, is just very entertaining. Yeah, I'll give some uh, some games to watch. I guess NBA games to watch this Ooh. week. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow. Well, tonight we'll start Celtics Blazers. We already talked about, but tomorrow Nets Sixers. 
It's gonna be a sick game. That's a big game. I, I think I think they're resting Kyrie tonight to play tomorrow. I think I think here's what I think is gonna happen. I just I've seen this too many times before. I think the Sixers are gonna win that game. And then everyone's going to freak out and be like, oh, the Sixers are going to beat the Nets in the playoffs. Like, oh, like the Sixers are better than the Nets. And then we're going to get to the playoffs and it's going to be like, wait, that one game in April, like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, but I, mean, I think. So I, so I kind of hope the Sixers win. Yeah, you're rooting for the Sixers. Let's go Sixers. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other games tomorrow? Um, not really. Celtics Lakers on Thursday. We got. Yeah, not a ton of. We got Clippers Sixers on Friday. Which is um, a solid game. Yeah, that's about it. Nothing too special. I mean, so many guys are hurt now. It's you know. It's tough. It's, it's so really sad. tough. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm. I, I don't have anything else. If. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This was really fun. Uh, we'll see you next week on WJ WJRH one hundred four point nine FM at Lafayette College Radio. This was the Loose Ball Show featuring Guru in Gersh, not Greeny, because he's in quarantine right now. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a nice day and goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.